Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, stepping in for my sister, Katie. <laughs> I, I was on the back end on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't forget. I was fixing something on YouTube. I'm here, I promise. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome. We're so glad to be here. I hope that you guys are having... A good night. It is exactly a week until Christmas Eve. Yikes. So there's a lot of yikes right there. <laughs> but I uh, want to just invite you guys in. It is the psychic hour. So we will be doing some readings from the chat room and just talking about, you know, what's going on. I actually brought some show and tell. I've been working my fanny off trying to get Christmas all done, you know, like I'm sure a lot of you guys are. Yeah, so I brought a couple of things to share, but before we get into all of that, let's just check in. Christy, how are you doing? I'm really good. I'm doing really good. I uh, I started physical therapy for my shoulder because I have hurt my shoulder and it's been killing me. And I'm really glad I did it. You know how you avoid something for a while? Like, eh, I don't know if this is going to make it worse. Physical therapy hurts sometimes. I'm really, really glad I went because even after just one session, I feel better. Like, no, I should not have avoided that for so long. So, oh, well, good. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm doing really well. Awesome. I'm working a new psychic hotline, actually. Right. You might have noticed I've jumped a few. If any of you have been looking for me out there in the psychic hotline world, I've been trying <laughs> to find the one I really like. And I have found it. If you are not familiar with Purple Garden or Purple Ocean, those two um apps I work on and I am loving it. I am having so much fun with it. Awesome. Very good. Well, yeah. fun. I'm glad to so hear it. That's been really cool. So that's pretty much what I've been up to all week, really. Yeah. There's not much else to do. It has been snowing nonstop for like four oh days. It has. Yeah. We have a lot of freaking snow. Mm-hmm. We do. Well, we have an interesting saga playing out at my house because our Sow, our little pig, our little female, has decided that she is the mother of the puppy that we uh, lives here currently, my son's puppy, and she's trying to mommy her. Oh, my gosh. She's not always a nice mommy. (laughs) Oh. Um, It's not mean, but she's too rough with her. She's little, you know, she's a little chihuahua shih tzu mix. She's not very big. And Fiona is... uh, trying to clean her bottom, which uh, she, is completely unneeded. She's yes. chasing her around. She's trying to lay down with her and, you know, trying to lay on her. Yeah, we're having to watch really close. Uh, she made the puppy cry earlier today. I don't, they were right under my feet under the table. I don't think it was, you know, really egregious, but the puppy cried. It scared Fiona. She jumped, she knocked a chair over, and then she went right over and got in her blankies on the couch and laid down like she had really, um, well, she was sad. She was upset. I don't know. It hurt her feelings. Uh, and the puppy ran. And anyhow, she's just, uh, but she's mommying. It's just really interesting to watch her. She's trying to be a mama to this baby girl. So That is very interesting. I yeah. did not expect that. I didn't either. Except I for that expect she come in from time to time. Yeah. Well, that's true. Oh, maybe we'll have to get her some babies, some, you know, stuffed animal style babies. We are not having piglets in this house. It's not happening. No. A lot of people have asked us, why don't you breed her? Um, Because piglet babies, 
they only have about a 20% survival rate. So they often will have 10-ish babies and, you know, eight to six to eight will die. Yeah. And my heart can't handle dead piglets. It's not happening. I just can't even fathom. No. Mm -hmm. Besides the fact that too many people are getting pigs because they think they're going to be cool pets. And the reality is they are cool pets that require an enormous amount of work and they're perpetual cranky toddlers and they need a lot. And if you can't, if you don't live at work from home, live at home. I hope you do live at home. At your <laughs> you home, know, yes. I hope you live at your home, home where you can really be around for them or they live outside. You are not going to be successful with them. Yeah. And so they're hitting the shelters right and left. So I would never be a part of that problem. Yeah. 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 But I brought a little show and tell because, uh, you know, I'm, Basically, you know, creating my brains out right now, trying to <laughs> be ready. So I'm making these fun keychains. They look like a cat, right? All of oh, the girls are yes. in their stockings. So they hang on your backpack, you know, it's way too big for keys, like to go in your pocket, but they got guess they could go on your purse. Anyway, they are actually a self-defense weapon. So they're stabby. <laughs> Isn't that cool? They're actually pretty sharp. Yeah. And I was looking at your daughter Maddie's and I was thinking you could do some damage with one of those if you, you really could. I mean, if you got your wits about you and got a hold of one, you know. Anyhow, so these mm-hmm. are going in the uh, stockings of all of the girls in our family because, uh, you know, they should. Anyway, right. so that's one I of the fun things. That, what is it that Crime Junkie says? Be weird, be rude, stay alive. Yeah. You could just add you know, carry yeah. your cat keychain into that. <laughs> These are so cute and interesting. I found molds for all different kinds of them. Uh, narwhals. But the oh. narwhals, they just have one, you know, pokey on them. And these I think you can get away with in class, you know, packing around. They don't look like a weapon. They mm-hmm. just look like a cute kitty, you know, and it might not occur to anybody that that's what they are. And so I thought maybe the cats, there's dogs too that are really cute. and. A few other, you know, ones, but this is what I ordered. So it's what I'm working with right now, but I'll probably do more and put them on my, uh, on Etsy later. But you anyway, I do, mm-hmm. but I do like these because they don't necessarily look like a weapon. Mm-hmm. So you might get away with, I actually also poured a set of actual uh, weapons today for stockings because Matea wanted those too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what can I say? I, I have weird kids. But- <laughs> Anyway, it's in college, so yeah. So the other thing I wanted to show you is a lantern that is not done. I was trying to have it done before we came on, but I didn't get there. But it's angel wings. Oh, you can tell. Beautiful. You see that when it comes together, you'll have two full sets like this side and then this side of angel wings. Aren't they pretty? This is for our niece Mia. She was loving on all the lanterns I've been making lately. One of those battery powered tea lights in it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. Yeah, so pretty. So anyway, so that's that's yeah, that's what it looks like spread out. That actually gives you a better look of what the wings look like. Oh Isn't that yeah, cool. That's so pretty. Yeah, it is. I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need one of these too. I want to figure out how to blow it up so I can make them bigger. Anyway. Oh yeah. Very cool. Eternity says, clever and sneaky. I've just watched the yogurt shop murders. Oh my gosh, that was harrowing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Stephanie Harlow. 
So I'm totally thinking of self-defense now. Yeah. Right. We all need those dang cat things, don't we? Well, right. And honestly, doing all this true crime work that we've been doing has definitely made me feel more aware. I My kids have gotten more lectures from me about safety than they have ever had. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really does make you think of it much more to realize that this stuff happens to anybody. Well, and just thinking about like campus and campus parking and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Our mom made us carry pepper spray when we were in. Yeah when we were in college because yeah. of night stuff. Oh, in fact, one of my very dear sweet clients, when my daughter started college, she sent her a package of pepper spray and uh, these knives that slip into your wallet that don't really look like a knife. Yeah. yeah. She's like, she's on a college campus. She has to have pepper spray. That's just, yeah. and she's like, I have an awesome one. I like, I'm going to send her some. And she did. She packs it. Yeah. I got that stupid pepper spray that mom made us carry in my eye twice. <laughs> twice. Because it leaked that. in my purse <clears throat> or sprayed in my purse or something. And I reached in my bag, got something, didn't realize it was on my hand and put my finger in my eye. Thought I was going to die. Holy <laughs> shit, that hurts. <laughs> and then I did it again <laughs> because I didn't clean out my purse. I left it in there and all of the sprayed on stuff because, you know. I don't know, because I was 19 and dumb or, you know, I, let's be real. I'm 43. I'd probably do it again, but <laughs> probably <laughs> always flying by the seat of my pants. Anyway, I did it two times and then I really <laughs> didn't throw it away. But <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. Funny. So don't do that because um, I'm here to tell you that hurts a lot. Yeah. Now you know why it works on uh, attackers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that was just a little residue, you know. Yeah, you got you to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's, uh, yeah, that's what's new in all of our worlds, except for that we have some super big news, some super fun news, and you might have heard us talk about it already this week, but, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have launched a new feature here on YouTube called Spirit School with the Psychic mm-hmm. Sisters, and this is a subscription program. Or is that right? Membership. Membership. I, I say it wrong. I, I want it to be mind. subscription too, but YouTube calls it membership. Membership, so membership program. Um, right on our homepage of uh, our True Crime Paranormal homepage here on YouTube, there's a join button now. If you click on the join button and follow it, you can subscribe to that for $14.99 a month. And that will give you access to three things that uh, the rest of the world won't get. You'll get one guided meditation with us a month and two metaphysical classes. Um, we won't always be together. It may be one or the other of us. Sometimes it'll be both, but that's how you join. You know, we've been talking here on uh, the, the Thursday night show that we would, uh, you know, definitely be interested in doing some classes. Christy and I have both been teaching metaphysical classes for 15 years plus and, and both have, you know, college educations uh, in education in some, you know, capacity or another. And so, you know, it's definitely something that's in our blood and we want to do. So that's how to, you know, subscribe or, you know, join the membership program there and be able to start taking advantage of that. Yeah, and yeah we're super excited. We are. So the thing to note is that uh, our very first event is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning on subscribing this month uh do it before sunday so that you can join that 
we do have a winter solstice meditation happening. The Christie's leading on Sunday because, of course, Monday is the winter solstice. It is. And it will be at 10 a.m. Mountain. So we'll stream it live. You don't have to be there live. You can watch it after the fact. You'll still have access to it. But you're welcome to join live, of course. And um, I'm just looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. I just feel the need to kind of make a strong connection to the energy of the solstice. I always do. The solstices and the equinoxes are just really important times. And particularly this year because of what we are leaving the hell behind, right? We're leaving it all behind. We're leaving it behind. That's what I'm saying that now. We're going to leave a lot of stuff in 2020 so that we can step into 2021. Having learned a lot of lessons and looking at life a little differently, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, definitely. What a year, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I did put the link to Spirit School in the chat and you can use that link or if you just go to the homepage of our YouTube channel. It says join and you can click there either, either, but you don't have to be a member of anything else. It's all on YouTube, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. You don't have to use Facebook or we've been trying to think about how to do this in a way that is the simplest for everybody. And <laughs> ding, 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 as usual, YouTube has the solution. So mm-hmm, for sure. Now we do still have uh, our Patreon as well. And so, but the content on Patreon is totally different. It's not Mm -hmm. metaphysical stuff. The Patreon content is additional cases. And so that's what the different, uh, you know, the the difference is between the two Mm -hmm. is you can come, you know, and subscribe to the Patreon and that helps to support us, of course, but it really also, uh, you know, you get access to cases that other people don't. Uh, Yeah. Like including the our one that we did this month, it's so our bad Santa. It is, yeah. it's yeah. super funny. Yeah, so that's the diff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of well, and also, well, who, who's all over the map? Me, I, you guys, I almost burned my house down today. <laughs> Seriously, I almost have to tell you about it. Mm. Ground, I we were going to do some singing bowl grounding tonight, and we mm-hmm. are. <laughs> We desperately need it, uh, mostly me, probably you guys too. But uh, yeah, so two things on that. I'll I'll tell you about the house because Jesus Christ. But um, this is our last psychic hour of the year because next Thursday, of course, will be Christmas Eve and the next week will be uh, New Year's Eve and we definitely won't be around. So that's what's happening. But um, at any rate, hey Renee, good to see you here. It's good to see you all. I'm glad to see you all here. But uh, I, I saw um, your name pop <laughs> You guys, it's fun because we started on Blog Talk Radio way back in like 2010, and we still have some listeners who listen to us on Blog Talk that then followed us to CBS Radio. That was our next stop. And then we landed at one, two radio where we were forever. And I still am. Mm-hmm. And we still have friends who followed us from blog talk all the way to, you know, from all of our destinations. And I'm seeing some of them here and it's just really fun. So we know, it's so awesome. We've, we've met some absolutely phenomenal people along the way. It's one of the things I truly love about podcasting is all the cool people you get to meet. Yeah. It's for really sure. fun. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So, uh, my house. Oh yeah. Oh, 
You tried to burn your house down. What the hell? This is bad. So I had a radio show at 11. And I was trying to just get a couple of things done before I went on the air. And I thought, I'm going to wash up the dishes quick and take a quick shower. So that's what I did. Well, the last thing I did when I washed the dishes was I washed a cast iron pan and a cast iron frying pan. And then I put it back on the stove and turned the heat on to dry it out, which is what Uh, I always do. And then I went and got in the shower. (gasps) Oh, geez. Yeah. Luckily, my husband was working in his office and heard the smoke alarms going off and looked out and there is smoke billowing out of the kitchen. (laughs) So he runs runs off the pan and, you know, came in and I'm just in the shower listening to comedy like I always do in the shower. And he's like, uh, (laughs) what you doing? (laughs) I said, I'm a, yeah, I'm a taking a shower. And I'm like, well, were you doing the dishes? And I said, I was. Did you remember that you put a pan on the stove? And I was like, oh, no, obviously, no, I did not. So oh, scary. I, when I got out of the shower, this house was full of smoke and he had windows open. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So um, good thing he's around. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to ground us with some sea bowls? Are you going to ground yourself? Yeah, I think uh, I think we better. Oh. Here we go. Okay. So I'm actually going to use a crystal singing bowl. (laughs) There might be a few things on my desk. All right. (laughs) This is a crystal singing bowl. It's not actually uh, a root chakra bowl, but we're going to ground with it tonight because, um, well, my root bowl is, I can't get to it. My office is absolutely packed with Christmas. So it's just, uh, this is what it is, but it's okay because this works. All singing bowls will do the jobs that you want them to do. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play the bowl. We're going to do it twice. I'm going to play it the first time. I'm going to ask you guys to just breathe with the bowl and allow the frequency of the singing bowl to clear anything out of your root that could be helping you feel stuck or out of whack or keeping you out of balance. So yes, thank you, Sarah. She says, so glad no one got hurt. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, me too. All right, so here we go. So let's just start breathing with the bowl. And all you guys have to do is hold space here and allow the frequency of the bowl to clear out anything that you're carrying in your root that no longer serves you. You might turn your headphones down a little too because these are really loud. They are loud. I needed that. That's a good start. So I'm going to play it one more time. This time, I'm going to ask you to send a really powerful burst 
of energy through your feet, running your root chakra deep into the earth like tree roots. And then we're going to pull a burst of energy up through that left foot, clear to the top of your head, and back down into the earth, creating a reciprocal energy. So we'll run that a few times. So first, sending those tree roots down into the earth. Now drawing that energy all the way through your left foot to your knee, to your hip, to your shoulder, to the top of your head, and back down the right side to your shoulder, to your hip, to your knee, to your foot, and back deep down into the earth, and then back up that left side, shoulder to the top of your head and back down to your shoulder to your hip to your foot back down into the earth all right moving faster now pull that energy from your left foot clear to the top of your head back down the right side and into the earth feel that reciprocal energy flowing this is how your root chakra clears your whole system your root chakra is like your kidneys it clears your whole system in an energetic way. So it's moving all that root energy clear to the top of your head, clearing out anything you're holding in your head. You think about what's going on in your head all day long. Thoughts, right? Nonstop thinking and your personal narrative and all of the stuff that happens, you know, in your crown chakra, it has to go somewhere. And this is how we help it clear out and keep moving. All right. Well, that feels super good. Mm-hmm. Much better. I needed that. Mm-hmm. I should have done that this morning. <laughs> I'll know better next time. Right? Okay. <laughs> hey, Sadie. Welcome. <laughs> All righty, you guys. All right. So there you go. Now, if you are feeling like you've been on a bit of a roller coaster the last couple of weeks energetically, you're not alone. That's how most of the empaths have been feeling. Um, yeah. The one interesting thing with empaths the last two weeks is that you, the myriad of energy throughout the day, empaths feeling like super energized, getting a ton of stuff done, feeling like they can take on the world, and then hitting major walls and, you know, sleeping for hours. There's been a real up and down of feeling like you are you know, ready to take on the world and feeling like you are absolutely done, you know? That has happened to me so many times in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. As you all know, I've been job hunting and trying to decide what to do since being laid off. And man, one day I'll have it all figured out and it's great. And then it all falls apart and goes to hell. And then I feel like crap. And then the next mm-hmm. day it's all great again. You know, I've been all over the map. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel like um, some resolution is coming through the solstice, though, that things are going to settle a bit. Yeah, me too. I love winter solstice energy. 
Yeah. It usually is a little more settled, a little more quiet, a little more restful. Yeah. Uh, winter solstice for me has always been uh, equated with books and reading. Mm-hmm. Partly because it is a time of study, you know, and it is a time of introspection. But also uh, our mom was such, our mom was a third, well, for a long time, a third grade teacher. She was an elementary teacher. Yeah. And she was, the woman was a book, a file. Is that the word? <laughs> a bibliophile. Bibliophile. Yeah. She had hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of books. And she was a really, she was an amazing gift giver as far as books. So for every mm-hmm. Christmas, you could plan on getting a stack of books from her. Yeah. And they weren't random books. They were books that she had stood in Barnes and Noble for many an hour picking for everybody to make sure that she bought you things that you would be interested in, that you would like. And she was typically right. She was. She was very good at that. Yeah. And so you'd go leave Christmas heading into the winter solstice with a stack of books to read. And so it's always been about reading for me, you know. And Mm -hmm. so a challenge I always put out to my radio listeners is that over the winter solstice, choose three books. Pick one book for education or whatever topic you're interested in. Mm -hmm. One book for fun, a novel. And an audio, an autobiography. So nice. thinking about who are you interested in? Whose autobiography would you love to read? You mm-hmm. know, it could be anybody. And then, of course, a fun book is too, as well. I, I'm looking at Nora Roberts. I love her books. So that's yeah. probably uh, at least the novel I will read. But I'm honestly not sure on the other front. I haven't picked anything as far as education or uh, an autobiography yet. But mm-hmm. I just what picked I'm up doing. some good books about like expanding your business and working on like imposter syndrome and feeling like you can step out into the world as the expert that you are, that kind of thing. I think I'm mm-hmm. going to read one of those for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I need a new series. I'm going to have to find a new series. Mm-hmm. Look at Nora Roberts. She's so much fun. Is she? I, I really, really love her. her. I will try it. Mm-hmm. Look at the Three Sisters Island trilogy. Okay, you'll love Ooh. it. You will the love Three it. Three Sisters Island trilogy. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moira, who is last year for Winter Solstice. <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Um, Moira says it's 3:33 here in Scotland, Insomnia Central. Oh, I'm sorry you can't sleep, but I am glad that you joined us. I know it's a double-edged sword, huh? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, some other insomnia. Eternity said, I wish I could sleep for hours. Insomnia is not my friend. Dang, you guys. That is truly the worst. Yep. Ooh, Lucinda Riley, the Star Sisters. That's another one to try. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we talked about this. I need some suggestions. So. Right. <laughs> I, I love finding kindred book spirits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> one thing I wanted to point out to you, I know we're going to do some other things, but we need to remember to do mm-hmm. is that. Melissa's nephew, who is 17, is missing. His name is Anthony Greenwood. And so I told her that we will definitely work on that on Mm -hmm. the show today. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Karen Marie Morning's Fever series. Moaning. It's moaning. I love her. I've read read those and they're really good. Okay. Good. Okay. Throw out an autobiography, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) Well, I thought about reading uh, Trevor Noah's autobiography, I have it, and I've listened to excerpts from it, and 
My son had to read it for a class last year. He had to read it for a class and write seven essays on that book, on wow. the same book. So um, anyway, I feel like I've read it because I am his editor in chief, you know, but right. I thought maybe I would actually, you know, do myself the favor of really reading through the whole book because I know that it's fabulous. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And clearly, if we need help, Eternity is a librarian. So she's going to have oh. tons of suggestions. Cammie wow. thinks we should be working on our cookbook. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. Oh, Oriana says, read um, Becoming Mariah Carey. She said that was really good. Ah, okay. There we go. Yeah. Oh, JR says the Mariah Carey book also was very good. So two votes for Mariah Carey. Okay. You guys are awesome. And Sarah said, uh, that's what I was going to say. Not a crime is great. Oh, yeah. Um, so good. Yes. Thanks, I have Sarah. to say, though, as born a crime. listen to it rather than read it, because mm-hmm. listening to him tell it, oh, my gosh. I, I love him. Uh, I really do. It's, he's yeah. hilarious. It's so funny. And sad <laughs> in some places, too. But it, he's hilarious. Uh-huh. He is. Ooh, the lost queen. Mm-hmm. Get, I have to go back and scroll through this chat because I'm seeing some good book ideas here. I know you guys are awesome. I love one book. The book conversation always is a good one because, uh, yeah, I need to get a few and just listen to them on, on audible too, because I like to listen to something while I'm like pouring resin and stuff like that, you know, and it could be listening to a book instead of just listening to so much TikTok all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Bewitched and bewildered. Sometimes TikTok really delivers. Uh, it's very true. I'm a big fan. <laughs> my husband walked into my my office while I was pouring resin and I was just, you know, randomly listening to TikToks as I went. And there's a girl there that does low carb cooking that I always, you know, follow her stuff. And mm-hmm. she was talking about making this, um, I don't know even what it was called, like beef barbacoa, maybe uh, some beef that you simmer in a bunch of fabulous spices and make put on tacos. Mm. And he just, he loved that so much. He shared it to himself and went in the kitchen and made it for dinner. So see, (laughs) yeah, more TikTok, more husbands making dinner. That's not a bad thing. (laughs) That is not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Mm, I like it. Yeah. JR wants to know if I'm a singer. Mm -hmm. I have been. Yeah. In the past, I I, I mostly sing to myself and my dogs and cats these days, but yeah, I love to sing. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> Melissa says, TikTok, don't stop. I know. I'm addicted. I'm ridiculous. Yeah, so bad. I introduced my wife to TikTok. Um, I haven't seen her since. <laughs> she loves TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Way too many times I say, so this person I follow on TikTok. <laughs> I will. No, actually, I love TikTok. The, the, witnessing the brilliance of people is so cool. Mm-hmm. People are so friggin' smart and funny and talented. I just love it. They are. Somehow I got on Scottish TikTok and oh my God, I've always been really drawn to Scotland. Oh, and they're funny. After we did our DNA and discovering how much ancestry we have in Scotland, it really made me want to visit. And the Scots on TikTok, oh my God, they're blowing my mind. The musicians mm-hmm. as well as just the awesome people. Yeah. yeah. Irish yeah. TikTok as well. It is funny. Big- so is Welsh TikTok is also fantastic. Yeah. Love that dry humor. Love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Dorinda Jones. 
paranormal, funny, a bit sexy stories. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Andrew Brewer's karmic outlaw regarding reincarnation. That sounds interesting. Mm, no kidding. Or the art of resilience by Ross Edgley. Okay. Ooh, like or that. Brad Metzler. All right. We got to get reading for sure. We do. And on that note, we've got to get reading for you guys. <laughs> so it really is a reading show tonight. So uh, we definitely want to look into the missing nephew without a doubt. And if, uh, yeah, and we definitely would uh, be happy to read for anybody else. If you guys have something you're working on, you need some energy work, you need some, you know, one thing I never have talked about on here, but I'm an animal communicator. That's a big part of my job. So if yeah. there's any animal work you need help with, I work a lot with people's animals that are misbehaving. Please don't think it works on my own animals. My kids are always like, how is it you can make everybody else's animals do what they need to, but ours are such jerks. And I'm like, I, because I spoil mine. <laughs> but if you need uh, animal communication, I'd be happy to do that <laughs> for you as well. That's awesome. Um, Cooper's friend has an idea for us. Oh. How about writing a series, two savvy women, paranormal crime solvers, a little domestically challenged, but a helpful husband balances that. <laughs> it's really a bestseller. <laughs> you are fantastic. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I'm in. Yep. Oh, Moira says there's no place like home, right? Yes. Yeah, well, she's in Scotland. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Katie says, please recommend reading. Oh, the reading list from both YouTube viewers and Facebook. There are some that sound great. We should. We should put together a list. We will. We'll put a post. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, so Shelly lost her dog, Chloe. Oh, Shelly, I'd be happy to talk to Chloe. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a look first at uh, the missing nephew. Yes. I don't. I definitely don't want to miss that. So can I, I'm going to try and get back to the original post. I, I think it just said that he's missing. I was going to look again, too. Let's see. Scrolling. Uh, yeah, I think I lost it. I We only My, get... So oh, cousin, missing. not nephew, cousin. My cousin has been missing since last week. He is 17. And I asked, and his name is Anthony Greenwood. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I have some initial hits on that. Are you... Good. Go you want it. me to share? Okay. Go for it. And I will chime uh, in. All right. I absolutely believe that he is living. I do believe that he is with friends. I feel like he has, uh, I mean, this feels to me like a kind of a classic runaway that may not look like that to the family at this moment, but I feel like he has uh, got some stuff going on in his life that he's feeling is insurmountable and has taken a step back. I do feel like he will come home, um, you know, whether, you know, they find him and bring him home or he shows back up at home. I do feel like that will happen a little bit closer to Christmas. I feel like it's really important for the family to continue, whether it's, you know, texting or putting it on his socials to, you know, make sure that he knows that um, they, they just want him to come home and everything's yeah. okay and just come home and whatever's going on here, we're going to work it out as a family and everything's truly okay. Um, I feel like I feel some real regret in him already. Like he knows I do too. bad plan. He's got to go home. 
But now he's got it started and how does he end it? Yeah, I feel like he just doesn't know what to do now. He's kind of paralyzed. Mm -hmm. I also wonder, honestly, if we could help him to reach out to maybe not mom or dad, but a different family member that he's comfortable with, an aunt, a cousin, you know. Melissa, I wouldn't hesitate for all of you guys to make sure that your, you know, doors are very open to him to maybe reach out to someone else to kind of help middleman him and help him to get back home. Because right now it's really hard to uh, swallow his pride and figure out how to, you know, get over his BS and come home. Yeah. But yeah, to have kind of a mediator, another family member as a mediator that he could go to first. I really think that that would be the way to go. He's just terrified that he's majorly screwed up here. Mm -hmm. And and he has, but he'll be okay, you know, and everybody just wants him back and be safe. Yep. Yep. There's nothing here that can't be fixed, but uh, at his age, and I think maybe there's some mental health stuff going on here, some, uh, you know, some stuff that needs addressed. It just needs addressed. And he needs to know that this is not the end of the world, you know, that everything really can work out and be okay. And it's going to. So, Yeah. So I am going to do one quick thing, Melissa. I want to check in with his guides and ask them to suggest to him, you know, to kind of put that idea in his head that he reach out to a trusted family member, you know, that that's outside of his immediate family that can help. All right. We're just going to plant that seed and see if we can help encourage him to come on home. And of course, uh, lots and lots of love to his family. I'm sure this is terrifying. And, well, and Melissa, if you and other people who know him wouldn't, you know, other family members wouldn't mind even reaching out to him and saying, hey, if you want to come to me and then I'll help you go to your parents, you know, and and, and even facilitate that. I feel like that yeah. would be really good. Yep. yep. He's just scared. He knows he screwed up and he doesn't know how to fix it. He needs an adult to kind of guide him through that. Yep. yep. Poor guy. You know, he is such a freaking brilliant kid. I feel like he's one of those kids that when he was little, we might've said he's too smart for his own good. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I know some kids like that. Uh-huh. That has just kind of managed to, uh, you know, get some things sideways and now he just needs some help to straighten it out. So yeah. Yep. yep. All right. Well, Melissa, if we can help in any way, please let us know. She said, yep, yes. we got it all correct. Yep. Good. Okay. Well, I'm just holding space and visualizing him reaching out and helping to make that first connection to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say, if you're asking for a reading, please give us a question. Yeah. Give us a question or a life area or something you want to work on. Mm -hmm. It's always much more satisfying that way for you. We promise. Let's check in with Shelly's dog, Chloe. Yes. Chloe. I'll do that. If you want to move on to the next question, I can kind of check in with Chloe here through Shelly. Yeah. So Patsy would like to get help with a person from the past that she would like to let go of completely. And uh, so we need to do a cord pulling. Patsy, I need that person's first name. So if you can post that in the chat. I will most happily facilitate a, an attachment clearing for you. Perfect. Okay, Shelly, I made contact with Chloe and I did tell her hello from you and that you love her and you miss her. Um, she is so funny. She's very close by. 
she's pretty protective over you. And I feel like she might actually, she kind of, she's kind of showing up like as a spirit animal now, you know, I don't feel like she's going anywhere. I feel like she's going to be glued to you, uh, you know, forever now. <laughs> and, but the thing that made me laugh is that she's very leery of other people uh, getting too close to you, particularly men. And so you have quite the little guard dog here chilling with you. Um, she said that you have uh, replayed her death over and over and over and that she really hopes that at some point you can stop doing that because she would really uh, rather that you remember more of her life than her death. Uh, she's really a sentient being. She's got such an old, like ancient kind of soul. This is the kind of animal connection that I feel like probably started before this lifetime and will go on well beyond this one. She's really deeply connected to you in a lot of ways. So talk to her. She's definitely hanging out with you and a part of what you're doing. So, you know, let her be a part of that and continue to invite her to be a part of your life. I know that you're doing that. So lots of love to you, Shelly. I know that sucks. It's the worst. Act. Oh, it's Shell, isn't it? It's not Shelly. It is Shelly. Oh, someone needs to read. I lots of love to you. I know that she, uh, you know, she had a good life. That you actually gave her a profound life, and I know it sucks to lose a dog. Yeah, so much, so much. Yeah. Okay. So Patsy says that the person she would like to let go of completely is Beth. So Patsy, I'm going to do an attachment clearing, which is just to clear the energetic cords between you and Beth and any experiences that you had with Beth that you seem to be hanging on to, because it sounds like you're having trouble letting go. And so these are energy attachments that you have to one another. We all have them to lots of people in our lives, and we often have them to traumatic experiences or difficult, painful experiences. And I feel like you have both relating to Beth. So I'm going to work on that. Uh, Katie, if you want to just keep on going. Yeah, I wanted to address Moira. It wasn't really a reading no. request, but uh, uh, she lost her son when he was 15. And she said this has been a very difficult time for her. And I just wanted to send you so much love, Moira. I'm so sorry. I don't think that there's anything more challenging in this lifetime than losing a child. And, you know. We know when you, I think, know that he will always just be a whisper away and be close to you. But I also know it's not the same as having him here in the physical. So lots of love to you and, and to your family as well. Okay. Oh, and he's he's very good. He wanted me to say that, that he's very good and that um, and that he's sorry for your pain. Those are the two things he wanted to spread to you tonight uh that he's sorry for your pain and that he's very good those were his words okay okay i finished an attachment clearing for patsy so i think that you're going to find that the energy around beth and the connection to beth is going to just kind of start fading for you your job is to watch your thoughts and don't reconnect if you start thinking about her, just remember she's, it's like, she's floating away like a balloon. You know, you let go of a, a helium balloon. It just floats up into the sky and disappears. That's how I want you to think of her. And so don't grab the balloon and pull it back down. Let it float away. Okay. And, and give it just a few days and you're going to, she's going to be Beth who to you. Yeah. 
Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Two things. Renee wondered about some energy work on her boyfriend, Pat. He's having some health problems and needs some healing. And Oriana wanted to know. Oh, I skipped. Sorry. Uh, JR wanted to uh, a reading on her mental health and just a general read. Um, I wondered if you wanted to take Renee and work sure. on that. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll grab you. You'll grab JR? Yeah. I'm going to take a look at Pat. Okay. So while you're doing that, so JR, what comes up for me on your mental health is I feel a lot of anxiety. I feel like this year you've been really kind of up and down as far as, uh, you know, just kind of generalized anxiety and depression happening. I do feel like you've made some strides forward. I see later here in the chat, you said you've been working on your mental health for a while. What do we see in the future? I feel like we're going to continue to see a good improvement. One warning I'm hearing is that you're going to have a step back from time to time and that you'll be tempted to throw your uh, progress in the trash can. Don't do it. You might have a blip on the screen here and there. I I do hope that you are, you know, seeing a counselor and that you can talk those things through with them. Uh, but the big warning here is don't throw your progress aside because you are doing well. You have made a lot of steps forward. And even if you have days where things feel a little, uh, you know, like you've taken a step back, you haven't. This is good progress forward. So I'm excited for you. I feel like 2021, especially is just, you know, in general, the collective gets better and a little easier to handle, that you just continue to grow. And I hope that you can give yourself some credit for the hard work you've put in because you have put a ton of hard work in. And I do think it shows. I do feel like it is, you know, you're coming forward. So good on you. That's awesome. I love that chair. So for Pat, Pat's uh, vibration was really low and Pat's root was shifted out of alignment and really had a real problem with life force energy um, running through his energy body. And so I just um, repaired that, shifted his root back into place and balanced his chakras and cleared all that stagnant, heavy energy out and things brightened way up. And so that vibration is going to help a lot with just the body healing and feeling better. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Okay. Let's see. We had a couple of healing requests. So I wondered if we could do something as a group on those. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Shell who's having surgery on Tuesday. Oh. And we have, uh, oh, let's see. Stacy, who says her and, family's been sick. Yes. Good Lord. Okay. Sorry, you guys. I'm struggling to run, you know, <laughs> run the chat. Yeah. So is it Stacy who said there, her whole family's been sick? Yeah. Yeah. So Stacy and Shell. So if you guys will all just join in me with me here for just a minute, let's all just put our focus out there. We're just, we'll do like a little mini healing circle here together. You can do a healing modality if you practice one, or you can just send love from your heart. Let's really focus on shell surgery and knees. On the surgeon. 
being clear and precise and all of the med staff being prepared and supportive and the surgical theater being full of love, being full of light and being full of healing. And then let's shift that focus to Stacy's family. Filling up her home with a bright, clear energy, clearing out any old frequencies of being ill or convalescing and wrapping each one of her family members in a good, bright, golden healing blanket of light to help everybody to bounce back and get back on top and get moving. Oh, good. Okay. There we go. That's good work. I... I'm a big fan of teamwork when it comes to healing. When we all put our collective energies together, we accomplish a lot. So much better. Yeah. Okay. I was going to grab Oriana's question about her cat. Christy, do you want to? Let's see. Oh, yeah. I can talk with Mary Beth. Okay. So Mary Beth says, my dad died. I couldn't see him in a coma state. This was on August 2nd. Was he okay with me not going and avoiding my brother's drama? His name is Andy, same as my brother. Oh, Mary Beth. He does not want you to be worried or feel guilty about this in any way. He's showing me that he fully understands and that he knew that in your heart you were with him and that's what matters. He didn't even, he wasn't even physically aware of who was in the room, but he could feel who was with him on the energy plane. And you most certainly were. There's no guilt or judgment here. He's not angry with you. Well, all I'm feeling from him for you is love. So he, he's just asking me to say to you that if you have been beating yourself up, self up over this, please let it go because it doesn't mean anything. He is not upset with you in any way. Yeah, he knows. He could feel you. He could feel you in his heart. And that's all that matters. For sure. Oh, that's sweet. Turn it, Mary Beth. But you know, we have to take care of you too. And that was the right choice. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. I have no doubt that he knew. He showed me very much that he could feel in his heart who was really with him, and it didn't. It didn't have anything to do with physical proximity. Yeah. All right. Oriana says this is her first Christmas with her new cat, Prince Romeo. He keeps acting up to get attention. Well, let's check in with Mr. Romeo here and see what his what his deal is. While you're doing, oh, I was just gonna say, while you're doing that, I'm gonna do a cord, a cord pulling for eternity uh, okay. to detach from Heather. So I'm gonna take care of that. Okay. All right. So he's really kind of a who moved my cheese kind of guy, you know? He doesn't like things to be different. Uh, having the Christmas stuff out is kind of bugging him. Yeah. So I'm just showing him that. Uh, you know, first of all, that stuff is temporary. It'll be put away soon. And yep, and just assuring him. So here's the funny thing with him. When things change in the house, it makes him nervous because he's still settling into this being his forever home. And so when things change, he gets nervous that that's things changing for him too. 
So I was just assuring him, Oriana, that he's not going anywhere, you know, that he's going to be here with you forever and ever, and that the house will change from time to time. I'm just showing him other changes, you know, Christmas coming up, Christmas going down, a new sofa being carried in or carried out. You know, that changes are going to happen in the house from time to time. Even people that live there might change, but that he's always going to be there and that you are always going to be there with him. He's still settling in in some ways. It takes a long time, a long time. I mean, I think, you know, mostly for cats. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, especially for cats. They're so freaking suspicious, but, you know, <laughs> he's happy. He's settled. Don't think he's not. He is. But yeah, he's, uh, he doesn't like change. He's letting you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life with cats, right? I have four, so I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to um, address Kay Love's question. She said, yeah. uh, I've been working on my energy to be a vibrational match for my soulmate. Do you see any guidance on that? So the first thing I want to say to you is you don't want to try to be a vibrational match for somebody. You just want to be your best vibration. You want to just take the very best care of you and 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 work on your spirituality and vibrate at the best rate that you can for yourself. Mm-hmm. You will then match someone who is the right vibration for you. So it's not about trying to match anybody else. It is about just growing yourself. So don't put too much pressure on yourself that you have to match something specific. You don't. Just work on you. You know, we, we all live on a vibrational continuum. It's part of our energy bodies. That's our vibration or our frequency. And the higher we vibrate, the healthier we are, the happier we are, the the best we handle our emotions, the more connected we are spiritually. So Caleb, just do those things that feel good to you, that make you feel good, make you feel happy, make you feel connected. And when the time comes, you'll match with the right person. Most definitely. Stacy wants to know, will this coming year be less stressful? Will finances change? Most definitely on less stressful, Stacy. Finances are going to change, but it's going to be slow. Um, I feel like really the first part of the year, you're like, okay, we've still got to dig out from under this. But really by about mid-year, you guys are going to start feeling like you've got some breathing room again and that, uh, you know, finances are really ironing themselves out. So, yep, it's coming. But uh, yeah, less stress without a doubt. And yeah, yes, on the finances, but not instantaneously for sure. But I feel like by Christmas next year, you're like, whew, remember how much last year sucked? And now we're, you know, we're steady. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's see. Gigi wanted to check in with her little dog, Gabby, that passed a year ago. I can do that. Would you want to grab something else? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to answer Melissa about who her guides are. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, I'll dive in here with Gabby. Uh, Just reaching in through you, Gigi. This is the funniest thing, but the first thing she showed me is smells. How much she misses smelling you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Smelling you, smelling your house, smelling outside. She must have had quite the little super sniffer. Um, it is something sometimes we know when people and animals pass, they miss the sensory stuff. But um, missing smells. Isn't that funny? I don't know if I've ever been shown that before, but that was the first thing yeah. she told me. 
It still makes sense for a dog, though. Yeah, it does. She just, she wants you to, she said that you still miss her every day. And she wants you to know that you showed her the kind of life that, uh, (laughs) that was fit for a queen. And she's so grateful for it. She's still so close to you. She still hangs around a lot. And just, she's kind of patiently just hanging out with you. But I think she would come back if you were ready to invite her back into your life. She'd come back. She's just waiting. She's really a part of you. But the smells, that just really cracked me up. But she's, well, what a sweetheart. Really cute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for Melissa, I have a couple of guides for you. On your right is your spirit, or no, sorry, your left is your spirit guide. And her name is Janelle or Jeanette. Uh, It's a J name like that. And she is from your family line, your mother's side. And she is, she looks like an old grandma in a white nightgown. You know, the kind of nightgowns that had the high neck and the long sleeves, um, our grandma wore them and that wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's what she looks like to me. She's, it's a very motherly energy. Um, she's a little bit fussy, almost like she gets frustrated with you because she wants you to listen and you don't always listen. Cause I think you maybe just didn't know she was there. So connect with her and, and see, you know, ask her questions, ask her to tell you things, to send you dreams, to just, you know, sometimes you'll just get an answer with a feeling or a thought in your mind. And then on your right, I see Archangel Ariel. And Archangel Ariel is all about magic and creativity. I feel like Archangel Ariel uh, inspires you a lot in your creative pursuits. And I just feel like she's present when you're really like what you would consider to be in the flow. You are, you know, synced up with Archangel Ariel and she's helping you through that. So those are a couple that are there with you. So check in with them, ask them questions, talk to them. That's, that's the best way to make the connection. Yeah. So good. Okay. We need to wrap it up here very shortly, but I wanted to grab Katie's question about, uh, she said, can you tell me what's preventing me from getting ready for Christmas? We haven't put up a tree nor purchased any gifts. It's been a struggle to get into the spirit of Christmas. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Let's feel into it. I don't feel like it's a block in your house. Your house feels good and clear to me. Uh, Except for that the vibe is kind of low in general in the house. And I feel like you and the girls are just really kind of going through the motions right now. I feel like there's kind of some... uh, How do you phrase that? with your daughter getting ready to move out here shortly, I feel like there's kind of a, like a pre-grief happening, you know, or even we're just kind of waiting for that shift to happen. And so that's where our focus has been. I feel like honestly, it's just going to be about taking some steps forward. I highly recommend that you sit down with the girls. You guys prioritize. What do I really need out of Christmas this year? Maybe everyone's going to say, I don't care if we put up a tree, you know, Or if someone does care, then maybe we just, you know, we do something smaller this year and not, you know, put too much, a wild amount of time and energy into it. But I feel like it really needs to be a team effort that you need to sit down with the girls, make a list, decide, all right, this weekend is the weekend of us, you know, Christmasing. So what do we want to do? 
I know yeah. that for the last few years, it's been you and the girls kind of trying to make some new uh, traditions. And this is kind of one of those times that you guys need to talk about what do I actually like about the holidays? What don't I, you know, I know that uh, Christmas has, you know, spilled some terrible grief for your family in the past. And that's probably part of what's kind of blocking you guys up this year. But uh, that's, that's my recommendation, Katie, is that you really just sit down with the girls and you guys make a list of the things you really do want to do and just throw your focus there. You don't have to feel guilty about not Christmasing this year. If it, you guys just aren't feeling it, maybe they aren't either. You know, maybe you guys do something totally different. Just three of you. Maybe you go shopping together and buy Christmas presents, you know, with everyone present rather than, you know, doing big surprises and things. I just feel like it's going to be a little different. But if you guys team up, you can put something together that works for everybody. But the last thing I want to see you do is beat yourself up over it. Don't. It's been that kind of year for you guys. You know, it's okay. Yeah. And Moira, thank you very, very much. Yes, thank you. Okay, innocuous. Can we tell you what's wrong with your health? <laughs> we have got to go, but I don't want to. <laughs> well, I see questions like that, and I want to grab them. I'm going to grab that one really fast. Is there anything else that you were grabbing for? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, um, definitely watch for a class on connecting with your spirit guides coming up in yeah. spirit school. I know that many of you have questions about that, and that is one of the very first things we're going to teach because it is a question we get all the time. So yeah. don't worry if we didn't get you on that today. Come to spirit school. We're going to teach you how to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Innocuous. Just reaching in to see what's wrong with your health. You have an autoimmune disorder. I, I think maybe it hasn't been diagnosed yet. I would recommend looking at maybe a functional health doctor or, or maybe even a naturopath. But I feel like really what's going on here is that you have an autoimmune disorder that hasn't been diagnosed that is affecting you in ways that you might not realize. And that uh, really, that's kind of the core of it. I do feel like um, altered nutrition could be of huge benefit to you. I feel like you might want to consider looking into alkalizing your body and make sure that you're not too acidic. I feel like that might be affecting you as well. Um, those are my thoughts. Uh, obviously, I can't uh, you know, diagnose a thing. I am not a doctor at all. Those are my gut feelings. So if this was my body, that's what I would do. I would look for a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath that really specializes in autoimmune disorders. And I would let them take you through the process of helping figure out what it is so that you can get on top of it. Those are my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Very much rings true. I want to say one thing, Maureen, your mom leaves you coins because she wants you to be prosperous. It is literally about leaving you prosperity. Okay. Oh, nice. We got to be done. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> We could keep doing this all night, but we can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, you guys, so much for being here. Uh, sign up for Spirit School and come on Saturday, Sunday to the meditation or watch it later if that works for you. Yeah. We'll be back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with new cases. We will do a Wednesday night uh, case update. Uh, there's still lots more rolling in the uh, the Valo <laughs> stuff. We talked about it last night, the Valo Daybell case. Lots more shit happened today. Yep. Uh, I believe last night we said today the judge will put uh emergency order in place. He did. We, we saw that one for sure, <laughs> but there's lots more happening. It's uh, you know, 
it's getting wild. So we'll definitely be talking about that among other things, but uh, that's what we have coming. So thanks you guys so much for being here. Uh, go check out our website. If you want to know more about us, true crime, paranormal podcast.com. And thanks so much for being here. You've been yeah. listening to true crime, paranormal with the psychic sisters. Take care. Happy holidays. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.